Welcome. In episode five, we're talking about high-performing teams. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Let's talk about teamwork. Teamwork of high-performing teams, that is. I've been a part of many teams throughout my career. Everyone has been part uh, of a team in some way or another. How how can you go through life without being part of a team? But one of the things that I want to talk about is how you how do you show up? How do you show up to that team? Because how you show up, your attitude makes a big difference. And it really has an impact in the level of success for that particular team. Many of us know how essential teamwork is to the success of a procurement department organization and, and or any organization. Some of us like to think that we are very independent and that we are self-sufficient. But the fact of the matter is that we all depend on other people and other people to be successful. We often hear the phrase, behind a successful person, uh, there is a, always a team. The size of the team doesn't matter. It could be the team may be two people, but it's still a team. No one is really successful without the skillful support of others with other that bring other talents to the table, those team members. My friend and mentor, Dr. John C. Maxwell, says that one is too small of a number to achieve significance. That's worthy of attention. People that are successful achieve goals. One that achieves significance really achieves more than those goals. They go beyond attaining the goals that are set for the team. And what is it that makes a team more successful, that makes them work together? What is it that makes them relate to one another and, and work so well together? I can think of many things, but there are five or six that come, come to mind as characteristics. Um, one is communication, of course, creativity, commitment, collaboration, and clarity of purpose. Let me say a couple of words about each of these characteristics. And I think I'm going to start with clarity of purpose. This is so key. Unless you know where you're going, how do you know what your role is going to be? When there is a sense of clarity in the team, of what they're working towards and what, they're, what they need to achieve, then they have a clear direction of where they are going to go. The vision has to be clear. There might be a difference of opinion, of course, but a team is committed to the task at hand and they can resolve any 
difference of opinion in a very collaborative way. And where does clarity come from? Well, it, it has to start with the leader. The leader has to, has to provide the direction, the vision to let them know where they're going. Otherwise, they will be lost. It's important to have clarity in, in your vision so that you can then lead others. Of course, communication is not just important in uh, teamwork. It's important in everything that we do. But effective teams, they don't lead by assumptions. They know, they communicate. There's a doubt, they communicate. They don't assume that people know. A way to get rid of assumptions is to communicate frequently. And to do that, the leader has to go where people are. The leader has to be able to connect with each team member in a way that they understand that what the message is. The leader doesn't wait for them to come looking for the leader. No, the leader has to go, basically go the way. Some people require more communication than others. We're all different, and that's okay. It is the role of the leader to find that out. In order, for, uh, in order to do that, the leader has to be adaptable and available. Adaptability, it's huge. I mean, this is, this is something really important. Being adaptive, put, to put themselves in the shoes of the followers, to better connect with them. By doing that, they get better results. And they have to be available, available to the, to the people, to the team members, so that when they're needed, they can find them. They can ask the question. I think that it was Ken Blanchard who came up with a concept of walking slowly through the crowds. And I, I want to emphasize that because that is it's so important. It's, it's so important to go and have that conversation with people where they are in their home turf so that there's no, um, you eliminate that sort of intimidating factor of being in outside of their, of their area. Another point that I want to emphasize under this uh, communication is to listen. I think that as a society, we just don't listen enough. We're so busy trying to get our point across that we sometimes forget to listen, to really listen, not just hear someone talk, but actually listen to understand what the other person wants to communicate. We need to be asking more questions, especially as leaders. We need to be asking more questions so that we can get the right answers. The quality of the response depends on the quality of the question. And sometimes we don't ask very good questions. Perhaps it's when we were young and we asked all those questions, we probably irritated our parents. But the value of a good question is so crucial. It's so crucial for 
anyone, not just leaders, but anyone to learn to ask the right questions. And this is not just for young people or when we're children. Sometimes we forget the power of the questions as we as we grow older. Sometimes we just don't want to look like we don't know something, even though we don't know it. And we don't want to ask the question. Uh, or maybe we have been uh, prevented from asking questions or embarrassed by asking what someone thought was a silly question. And so we are kind of overconscious about the, the consequences of asking a question or, or perhaps many questions. But asking questions is essential for if we're going to create an environment of growth. How else will uh, someone grow if they don't get to ask anything? And that takes us to the next point. Create an environment of growth. When we have a, a, a stale and non-growing uh, environment uh, or people, you cannot expect to have a growing organization. So the environment needs to be conducive for growth. Therefore, growth means that people are going to ask questions. People need to continue to stretch beyond their comfort zone. And if they're going to stretch, they're going to have questions that they need to ask because they're not going to know it, um, everything. The next point is collaboration. Collaborate together to add value to one another. That's a quality of a high-performing team. They collaborate. It goes beyond cooperation. When you cooperate, you agree to work together. Collaboration goes beyond that. Collaboration is more selfless. It is more when we work together to grow together. It's, it's that give and take. It is uh, a collaborative environment. People like one another. They work hard to help one another. The high performers set the example for collaboration. They check their egos at the door and they, they know that it's about the team. It's not about them and they show it. And it is about the team. That's why they're highly performing team. In a high performing team also, everyone focus on their strength. And that's the next point, really that, that focus on, on each individual strength. They find where they can add value, and that's what they focus on. They play to their strength. And that, that's really the law of the niche. Dr. John C. Maxwell wrote a book on the 17 indisputable laws of teamwork, and law number three is the law of the niche that says all players have a place where they add value the most. And that's where they play. The next characteristic of a highly performing team is that they are devoted to doing their best. Anything less than 100% is not good enough. 
team members are trustworthy and dependable. That's the law of accountability from the 17 laws of teamwork from Dr. John C. Maxwell. Teammates are able to count on one another, and that's what the law of accountability says. The ability to count on your teammate to have your back to support you, and you in turn have their back and support them when they need them, when they need you. The next, I wouldn't say quality, but it is a quality of a of a highly performing team is that they celebrate the wins. They have, they work hard, they put a lot of effort, and but every when they have a win, they celebrate it because it's a sort of a triumph. Winning teams celebrate one another. It doesn't matter who um, was responsible for the win because they win together and they lose together. They put the team first. Uh, For team members, um, it's a we victory instead of a me victory. Now, if you're a leader, you know how important it is to have a high-performing team. It's it's a it's a team that basically leads itself because they know what they need to do and they do it and they do it not just the the minimum possible they really put their heart and soul because they believe in the mission of the team and they are committed to that mission and that's that's really what makes a difference it's the the key differentiator from a non-performing team and a a highly performing team is the highly performing team. Of course, they're competent. They're always growing. They're always trying to uh, expand their horizon. Uh, They they explore the discomfort zone so that they can continue to grow. And uh, they're not content with the status quo. They're not content with being on the autopilot they're not content with less than 100%. And they want to continue to improve. They add value to the organization. And teams like that do add tremendous value to the organization because they're always bringing new ideas. They're always bringing their up to speed on what's going on in their area because they're always educating themselves and they're always learning from each other. And that's, that is a wonderful, wonderful um, opportunity to leverage a team that is on a growth journey to really leverage their knowledge and continue to challenge them on their, um, on their ability to produce the highest quality product. One thing that I want to mention here is that a high-performing team, they're really not competing against one another. Instead, they're working together, not stepping in each other's toes, and they contribute their talents to the team, and they do that on an ongoing basis. And of course, they improve themselves so that they can contribute even more uh, value to the team. I remember when I was leading transformations, uh, when I saw the team transform and and start really being collaborative. They went from working as islands to working with one another. 
we accomplish so much more. They accomplish so much more because now they were sharing their talents. So what happened is that their talents sort of almost compounded because they were contributing their strength where others didn't have the strength and then and vice versa. And so we always had a team that was performing under strength. Uh, each one was performing under strength and that what it did is they in, the productivity skyrocketed. It, it skyrocketed to levels that no one really expected them to perform. And, and so that's the beauty of a high-performing team. They, they get, they continue to grow, they collaborate, they work well together. There's, it's not about a me factor. It's not about the ego. It's about the team and where can we get together because together we can go farther than by ourselves. I think I heard someone said, if you want to go fast, you go alone. If you want to go far, you go with other people and you have a team of people to help you get there. And that's what a high performing team does. It really, they can get very, very far because they have strengths in different areas and they're all helping each other and pushing uh, together uh, so they can all be successful. Well, this is my take on high-performing teams. And this is the part that I really, really enjoyed about transformations, seeing teams move to a level of performance that no one thought was possible. And that is all the time that I have for today. Don't forget to visit my website uh, and look at uh, the Live to Lead event, October 9th, for tickets um, website events page lourdescause.com join me next time until then be well my friend until next time add value grow and transform